0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another uncomplication foxhole. Ah, as I walk down the nighttime full moon lit streets of my neighborhood, uh, right next to the Colorado State University campus with all of the drag racers and police sirens, um... Been <laughs> I've been out tonight and I have for you what I think are some interesting meditations and ideas uh, surrounding the idea of helping people. And then I have a story that just happened only minutes ago involving foxes and the two are strangely related, so let me dive in. I really began this walk um, almost solely for the uh, opportunity to kind of think through some of the ideas that have been in my head lately, which have centered, as I said, around helping people. And uh, I think it's a pretty familiar experience that uh, we all live our lives and have our challenges and we all have friends and family in our lives that have their own challenges. And, um, the, uh, uh, we all have our own challenges. I'm watching my dog poop and she has a single turd hanging from her butt by a thread. And again, I have another opportunity to help someone kick, kick, as I kick the turd off my dog's butt, my, um, world is complete. So helping people, you're welcome, Maya. Maya. Um, (laughs) the things that have been on my mind a lot are that everywhere I look in my life are different people who have their own actions happening and lives unfolding and in so many different places I see areas and people where I feel like I could get myself involved and potentially help them through whatever that might be whether it is um, a, a friend with a work problem or a relationship problem or just having a generally rough go of things, uh, being depressed or looking at the world in a certain way, uh, there is that inclination to want to help. I think that comes out of a place of love and I'm talking about interpersonal friends and family but in a larger way uh, people everyday go out of their way to help uh, whether that's charity or going on a mission uh, to save people uh, that that tendency to feel like I have something that someone else has, that doesn't have and I'm going to uh, bring it to them and I have uh, a number of situations in my life where I, I just feel like Having uh, lived and experienced my own life and experience, uh, there's really this realization that um, that the helping is a is a human activity, that uh, we do have this propensity to want to help the people that we love. But there's also this uh, recognition that in our actions, it's not as clear cut as we think. And a lot of times to get involved in trying to help someone can have uh, harmful effects as well. And that it's really sort of a delicate uh, balance in our lives of of helping where we can, but also letting go where we can't and not imposing our wills in places where it's not actually asked for or needed And the subtle, um, delicacy of that dance, that there are people that, uh, I feel that I should reconnect with, or, you know, that little kind of tingle in the back of your mind about someone that they might just need a friend or someone to listen, and, um, you know, that's often ignored, and then we find out later that that person really could have used a friend, and it's, um... It's hard to know when to act and when to rest and let things be and that is really the root of one of my biggest, maybe the biggest question in, in life is how much do you try and control and how much do you let go of in, in helping people? And that idea is a, a full-blown expression of that conundrum. Uh, and just a couple ideas associated with that that I've been thinking about. Uh, I've been thinking about these different individuals throughout the world and throughout history who have uh, helped uh, enormous amounts of people. And I think of these characters that are uh, delivered to us, like Mother Teresa or Mahatma Gandhi or some saintly uh, person in an ancient time who helps people. And I had this thought earlier that I rather like, because I thought, as I was thinking about the characteristics of these saintly people, I really had to ask, does a saint really go out of their way to save people? Or is a saint really created because so many people save themselves through the guise of that saint? Um, does a saint uh, help people, or do, help peop- or do people help themselves... In the presence of a saint, and um, I don't know that just to me, there's something in this in this line of thought that is important because I feel like the the world is full of um, do-goodery without the the real put-togetherness behind those uh, actions. By which I mean clearly all of us would have way more fun solving other people's problems than our own. It's always easier to look at someone else's problem and offer that kind of cool stalwart advice. But when you actually have to turn and face yourself and your own challenges, it's immensely harder. So a lot of people are outwardly fixing problems that they know they themselves have and uh it makes me think of something that seymour jacqueline was talking about in that uh our words and actions are something that should be used with a level of responsibility that the things we say and the things that we do have an effect and every little interaction we have adds up to this whole thing happening and there's sort of a respect I think a, a position of respect to, to that whole thing and, and the, um, the balance that it has even in its seeming imbalance and uh, I guess this all just gets back to this um, almost this need this personal need I have to absolve myself from the sin of uh, ignorance of ignorance of um, other people and their problems. I mean, clearly the world is full of suffering. Uh, Everything from just people around you and and their relationships to the whole state of of being, of, um, you know, the world really is a continual chain of um, creation and destruction, and the focus on the destruction is uh, a very, uh, on a certain uh, perspective. You know, the, the suffering is included in that—that that, uh, all things are lost and all things um, suffer. And so, in this in this world of a constant complexity and, and people uh, all over the world suffering, you know, where. What can you do? What can one person do? what you know how do you how do you actually act and affect the change that we all think we'd like to affect? you know you learn of some injustice somewhere in the world or even know that a friend is hurting, and what can actually be done? and uh, again, sort of that absolving of the sin of ignorance uh, that that feeling that i I really believe that. The best way that I can influence people is to myself just live and be, and the fact that what I largely enjoy living and being is loving and playful and uh, joyful—that in that um, in that activity, people are affected. And in better ways than if I were to try and target and uh, intend and impose my uh, thoughts or will on people. And it's a very interesting uh, question. Um, I, I, do, I do feel that to, to really be present in your own life and to really enjoy your life, it requires this juggling act. That I've talked about before that uh, we're all juggling so many things and that includes the different friends and um, relationships and all of these challenges that are out there all of these things we juggle but to truly juggle you have to let go of things uh, even the best jugglers might have 50 things in the air but they're only ever holding uh, one or at most two uh things you know your hands can only hold what your hands can hold on to and so to think that you're juggling uh when you're actually just clutching armloads of things that you're just f- dreadfully afraid of letting go of um i think that's what a lot of people when they say they're they're juggling life are actually just clinging to all of these things and, and never letting anything go and so to to actually do that uh, you know, I don't think I could have enjoyed my time with my family today unless I could let go of all of those other feelings of, um, you know, being pulled by a gravity that was elsewhere, whether that's helping a friend or whether that's some thing that is just running through my mind, uh, an interest or a, a passion, like all of that has to kind of be let go of for me to be able to enjoy what I'm actually doing here and now. And this all circles back on this, um, this feeling that I have that the best way to help is to be sensitive, is to be available, so that if a friend does come needing help, that you are able to drop everything uh, in the same way and be present with them. And, uh, and that is what a friend properly does, as opposed to going out of their way trying to trying to help you know Uh, help just is it's not something you have to try Uh, it's a it's a state of readiness more than it is a state of outward almost aggressive action towards people and so as I promised I have the story for you now that is just so bizarre uh, because I, I left tonight Uh, really thinking about these ideas, like I've been talking about, um, about helping people in these situations that uh, we find ourselves in. And I was uh, walking my blind dog, Maya, who looks an awful lot like a fox, across CSU's campus at, you know, 11 o'clock, 11.30. This was only 15 minutes ago now. Um, And we came to this sort of clearing... And all of a sudden there were two foxes and uh, I saw them pretty clearly and one of them kind of ran off and one of them was kind of there like looking at us and making, uh, you know, these kind of weird, um, you know, puffing up kind of displays and I'm just thinking, all right, I got my little blind dog here and I'm, I'm feeling totally confident in my ability to fight off a fox, you know, they're not that big. But at the same time, uh, I don't want to get into an animal fight with my blind dog and these, um, you know, wild foxes. So I just start, you know, I keep walking and this, you know, fox keeps, you know, following us and is getting really close and it's getting kind of uncomfortable. And he's making these noises and I'm, you know, I'm just going, you know, go on, get and chasing them off and kind of making loud noises and just trying to, you know, don't mess with us, fox. And so we're going and this fox just keeps following us and I, I feel like we're in Jurassic Park and I'm like, where's the other one? You know, there were two of them and now this one is all like over here and being dodgy and um, I don't see the other one and we keep going and the thing keeps following us and then it's really clear all of a sudden that this this is a young fox, um, adolescent. It's, it's very uh, just uh, lanky and... Uh, i i don't know and, and the noise that it's making it, it really sounds all of a sudden less like this kind of weird warning and more like a cry um and it and it really was this little young fox like crying at us and following us and we kept walking away from where we first saw the two of them and now all of a sudden i'm i'm feeling like well you know we kind of came in that clearing they scattered and now this one's been following us and it followed us a really long distance and i thought this whole time that it knew what it's doing it was like tracking us or something and now i feel like it's just been following us because it didn't know what to do Uh, maybe even following maya because she looks like a fox and it thought i had its mom on a leash and just cut off its tail and what are you doing so all of a sudden we're we're sitting there standing there and this fox is only um, maybe 10 yards away and crying and all of a sudden I go from this feeling of uh, kind of guarded, you know, protectiveness to, oh my gosh, like this little fox needs my help. Uh, It's been following me so far away from where we started, I don't know if it's going to get back there, and I keep walking and it keeps following us. um, And I don't want to lead it a mile away from where it was and get it lost in some neighborhood. So all of a sudden I'm kind of stuck in this weird, weird situation of how do I help this little fox? and all of these things i've been talking about are all of a sudden this real situation where i'm i'm really thinking like every you know i don't know what to do and everything i'm going to do is going to affect this creature if i if i just keep walking it's going to follow me all the way home perhaps and then it will be many you know hundreds of hundreds of yards or a mile from its uh where it needs to be by the other hand i mean just being there, I, I I didn't know what to do. So, um, and and thinking about all these concepts of like, what do you do to help? Like, what is my place? What 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 is the help and what is the hurt uh, with this fox? Not even a person, but a this this animal that you can't communicate with, that you don't understand its nature, that you don't understand the situation, and what just felt right to me in that moment was to try and walk back. Uh, All of a sudden I took this tender posturing with the the fox, I'm like, come on, come on, let's go, let's go this way, you know, let's go back the way we came, come on, come on little guy, and now I'm leading the fox back the direction we came, and it's crying and crying and following and following, and uh, I'm really hoping that we're just going to get there and the other adult fox is going to, you know, come out and, you know, I'm going to have to be like, whoa, we're cool, I'm just trying to help, here's your little cub, here's your little pup, Um, got no beef here, right? But uh, instead of that, instead of finding the other fox, we get back to where we sort of started and there's, there's nothing. And this fox is still following us. So I'm like, all right, well, maybe if I just walk back the way that we were coming, it will somehow, you know, w- will somehow stop and go, go back to where it needs to be. But we start walking in the other direction and keep going and going and this fox keeps following us. And uh, in this process, I actually bumped into uh, two other people who are now observing uh, these two people on, a, on bicycles, uh, young, probably students, uh, you know, I, I kind of you know, went over to them and just explained to them the situation. Like, hey guys, this is a crazy situation. I am leading this little fox around. I don't know where it belongs. And kind of told them the story of what happened. And uh, as I continued, I could see them back you know, probably 50 yards following us. Uh, the whole way, like watching this whole thing unfold. So not, now not only am I trying to uh, solve this little fox's problem and my own problem, but there's this great little uh, crowd that's sort of forming around this. And uh, as we go, the thing's still following us, and, you know, we're, we're getting pretty far in the other direction now, so it, it really seems that I'm at a point where I need help. Like, who do you ask? You know, who who is qualified to... Understand adolescent fox behavior and and make a better decision than what I'm doing uh, to help this creature Uh, does it even need help if I just kept walking would it just eventually go off you know I mean I kept trying that and it just kept you know feeling like a bigger and bigger problem every step I took because I was leading it farther away from where it probably belonged anyway um, so finally uh, I've got the number for the Humane Society and I try calling it and no answer because they're closed it is 1130 on a Saturday night and uh, I'm still walking I'm still talking to this little fox we're kind of having our our moment together and I'm you know not really sure what to do and we kind of pause again and uh, I pull up the number for the local sheriff department and as I'm bringing that up here comes a CSU PD car and so I kind of walk out and I flag the guy down of course the last thing I want to do is have any kind of a run-in with a police officer or invite them into the mix but you know that just sort of seemed to be what was unfolding <clears throat> and so this uh young uh officer gets out and um he's kind of looking at me like whoa guy what are you doing here and um i'm like we've got this interesting situation developing uh see this little fox right here uh and it's you know right off to the side in the grass and it's crying at us and i explain the situation to him and he doesn't know what to do he's never seen anything like this before so He decides to call his sergeant and now there's this whole, you know, he's in the car and they're debating and don't know what to do and the lights are going on and now there's even more people gathering. And I'm just thinking this whole time, you know, like, this whole thing is kind of now developing out of these actions that I took. I mean, I was on the other side of campus at one point with this thing following me. I walked back the other way. I was about to call the sheriff's department to ask what to do and now here's this this cop and now this crowd and the lights are going, and uh, finally, just through this whole amassing of people and lights and things, the fox kind of is going more and more distant. I mean, now me and Maya, the little fox dog, um, you know, we're not just the sole thing for him to follow, and he starts, uh, he or she is, you know, kind of farther and farther away, and then kind of, it gets to a point where it's far enough away that my feeling was, well, it's been following us, me and Maya, and if we leave, I don't think it's just going to follow a person. I think it really had some, I don't know, affinity with my little fox dog here, and so we use that opportunity as everyone's kind of leaving to like jog out of there, to like lose it, um, and this is a pretty good area. It's it's still relatively close to where we originally encountered them, and it was much better, I felt, than, than potentially leading the thing all the way back into my neighborhood, which is Uh, several miles away. And so after all this weird unfolding and this um, kind of complicated, how do I help? What am I doing? How is this actually affecting things in this bizarre situation eventually just dissolved and that little fox is still out there and I don't know if it ended up where it needed to. I mean, I presume, I I have faith, I have hope that the, um, the fox will be reunited with whatever parent it was with and beyond that that it will actually be okay living on a college campus um you know i hope that fox story has a good ending but um you know in light of everything that i've been talking about and this real conundrum with helping and and what are the uh outcomes of these actions that that need to be uh delicate um i don't know in a a strange way everything is working itself out And that is really what I I kind of feel through all this, that there are these moments when you just know that you need to do something and then by all means do it. And then there are other moments where you go looking to solve problems or impose yourself into situations. And if you feel that that is a... It is not being welcomed, it is not needed, then I think kind of... uh, And this is just me personally, but okay you know like that's okay there's still all these things going on but i'm i'm going to understand that there's a bigger flow happening here and that even though i do have uh friends and people who i do think if we were to have an experience together might actually help them in their outlook and, and what they're doing as a as a friend as a person as a as a human who wants to help uh, in general I think the understanding is that, um, you know, again, the saints, you know, the the saintly people really didn't do what they did for anything, uh, any intent. It was more just that was what they were doing. And again, I think that people help themselves and that is the only real, um, the only real way that things change is by people engaged in their own action. And even that little fox, you know, that little fox in his, um, his whole physiology and his psychology, his fox psychology, I mean, all of the instinctual things that are triggering and firing to make him follow us around crying, you know, there is something in that, inherent to that, that is what keeps a fox alive. Uh, that he will come back into balance, he will find where he needs to be, even if that means being really lost and in the end he will have maybe a new scar, a new story, a new experience but that is a little moment in his uh, foxy little life so um, yeah, that's my story for you tonight my uh, meditations on helping and my um, story of the fox Ah, what does the fox say? now I know